It's time for the main event. Ding 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 ding. Celebrating ding 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 ding. The triumphant return of Brock Lesnar to WWE. I thought championshipness. I thought you were going to be more festive. I thought it was going to be like a celebration kind of song. Were you doing like? Uh, no, I was no. trying to give you like musical accompaniment. Mm-hmm. To, I felt uh, like you were doing a ice cream truck version of Mortal Kombat. It was a little bit of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to I get thought Gog, it was like I was trying to I was or... trying to get Gog's fired up. I'm uh, Mortal Kombat's I'm the only way to fire him up. Have you thought about just going fire it up because that works? That would also do it. Yeah, but he doesn't like nine millimeter bullets. He doesn't do anything. He just like yells fire it up. Like that's that that works for to one certain end, but. It does. It gets me there. Gets what, me is, what, what are we doing, guys? What is tonight? Welcome to the 2021 Moly's Year in Review, where we're going to talk about all the films. Not all of them, thank God. <laughs> all of the <laughs> Holy films. shit. The entire history about every of film. single movie. <laughs> no, we are going to review our movies. We're going to review the movies of 2021. We're going to review the sexy ladies of 2021. And Hell I guess yeah. not the fellas, but they're all pretty hot. So, well, I had the fellows on the list that I sent, but then TJ's Google Doc cut off like Ew. that. Uh, so and, well, like, I'm gonna just do the fellows the other categories. Quick. It cut off two of the other categories. Yeah, because I had biggest surprise and biggest disappointment. Oh, oh, I got, there, but, like, I got a biggest surprise. I can scribble that in real quick. Oh, I got sorry. biggest disappointment. So Weasels, surprise, and disappointment were all cut off the Google Doc when I looked at it yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't I realize. Forget, was the surprise have to be something we watched, or was it surprise have to be yes. something? Surprise oh. is a show surprise. It's, I can, it's I not can a show talk. surprise, not a 2021 surprise. We no, might all a... have the same show surprise, except it's for Alex. Shows, it's a show surprise, and I, I, can, I can come up with one. I'm sorry, Alec. I didn't realize. I'm good to go. Then. Well, anyway, this is this is the production value you guys all pay for. So here we are, the 2021 Moleys. I forget. Do we talk about? I don't even know. Working out the categories bullshit. as we talk about the categories as we Correct. do every year. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Now, which way do we go? Do we go in reverse snake order or regular <laughs> snake order? <laughs> is it right now? First? If we want to have another category added, live live tweet us after after we recorded <laughs> this joke. a week yeah. ago. Yeah. Go back in time and live so tweet. I do want to try and like get a ruling on one thing. If this sure. is another situation where, like, I've got something at number five and Alec has something at number three, are we just pinning the five until we get to Alex three and talk about it together? Because I think that works pretty well usually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, five? I just did top threes. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm used oh, to God. doing five. Yeah. I'm so I'm so freaked out. Okay, no, we're good. <laughs> um, Relax, buddy. We're gonna make you. <laughs> My, my my teeth are chattering. Anyway, we're going to move the podcast. I forget. Do we talk about the other shit we watched? We just dive into this. No, nope. we're just going to dive into this. The, the okay. Awards. I, I think somebody cut it down to three because these shows went so long anyway, so I'm sure they don't want to like, preamble to. I think like two years ago, this show was like almost three hours long. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like though, we haven't done a show in so long. We should probably have a like, what did you watch show where we just have like, don't even review a movie. Yeah, I feel I, like we all have watched a ton of stuff. I was going to say, I watched Midnight Run for the first time ever. That movie Ooh, that's a good one. That's a that real good a one. That was a ton of fun. Yeah, that's a real good one. That's it. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's funny. So, I, I think the previous two episodes, it felt like we recorded them like two days apart. And then it, now it feels like it's only been a week, but it feels like we haven't recorded in a month. Well, it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks? Yeah, because we pushed this back a week because I was out of town last 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, weekend. yeah. So, yeah. So, it has been a couple of weeks. It's been two weeks. But I spent all the movies I watched in that two-week period were really, like, a race to the finish trying to catch up on yeah. stuff yeah. so I could include them for the Molies. And not a lot. It didn't really matter because none of the stuff that I watched was, <laughs> right. was any good. <laughs> it was a rough year, I will say. I think it was a it was a pretty rough year movie wise. Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird year. But uh let's get into it. Which which category do we want to do first? Um should we do what do we like what are we like talking about more? Do we like talking about the worst things we watched or the best things we watched? I think, I think worst we usually do is... we usually do best first, right? Like isn't that yeah, I think, tradition? I you're correct. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So let's talk about what's what's our let's do our top. Should we do the top of the twenty twenty ones? Yeah. Top movies of twenty twenty one. Non show or show? Well, so non. I do have a question about this. If I I realized after I was building my list, some of my stuff, especially on the bottom end, occupies both lists. It's fine. There's there. I mean, I mean, there's going to be crossover at yeah, times. I, I mean, TJ, I was telling them I like separated mine just so I didn't have the same list twice for like well, I the separated, bottom. Yeah. I separated mine too, but like, I mean, I feel like I don't know. Gogs, you talked about how you didn't really feel like you watched a lot of movies this year. So if they happen to coincide, I don't think it's the end of the world. Well, I, I mean, watched... we make the rules, so it's not like somebody's gonna like the FCC is gonna hammer you for yeah doubling up. Like, who cares? Yeah, the FCC point. won't let me be. Well, anyway, so let's talk about it. The top three non-movie the podcast movies, and really non-movie the podcast movies just means movies we didn't make shows on yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie, yeah, yeah movies we. It's did not to say that like we. I, I think we've done this before. We've had we've had top movie picks that we eventually did shows on. I think. Oh, uh, I, I believe like, that's true. And so this week, I think this year was interesting because we watched actually a lot of 2021 films for the show. Yeah, we did. We really did. Um, but anyway, let's get it all. Let's let's <clears throat> let's start it off in the number three slot. Top movies of 2021. Alec. Oh, we're starting with me. Okay, uh, alphabetical. Number th- <laughs> number three top movies of twenty twenty one. Number number um, three. We are coming in hot with uh, Marvel's attempt to infiltrate the uh, the fiery fist of the Pacific Rim. Shang Chi and the Legend of the ah, Ten Rings. Wow, that's a good okay. pick. That's a good pick. I like that movie a lot. That movie absolutely slapped. <clears throat> Like, oh, yeah. it is so good. The fighting is good. The story is good. Uh, all, everybody in it is good. <laughs> like, I know Sean, I think TJ jumped on a, a little bit, too, a few weeks ago, talked about, like, the Marvel fatigue and yeah, oh, yeah. stuff. And I would never admit it, but I feel it a little bit, too. Like, where are you going to go from here? But then I watched this, and I was like, oh, they can still yeah. tell tons of fresh stories from different perspectives okay. and with different people that are still tremendous. Yeah, and it's like a different style movie. Like it felt very much like an old martial arts movie. Like that's what I liked. And I thought that, like th- again, like I feel like we've talked about this a billion times. But I think the Mar- the Marvel movies that stand out the best are the ones that have a dynamic villain. And I think the villain in Shang Chi is like really, really good. Isn't the yeah. villain like a John Woo guy? Like it's, from it's, the it's Tony Wong. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Tony Wong. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. Yeah, his driving purpose is that he wants to resurrect his wife. Yeah, it, it's like it's, it's not like he's 
trying to destroy the universe or take over the world or yeah, be super rich. He just wants to bring his wife back to life. Makes sense. Yeah. And his wife is uh, Michelle Yao, so... Yeah, Can't blame him. Yeah. Dude, that trailer for that movie she's in coming yeah. out next year, like, it's either going to be the best movie I ever saw or, like, Donnie Darko. Like, I don't know which. It looks awesome. It's, it's insane looking. Yeah, it looks wild. Yeah. Um, like, I'm very yeah, excited. Sh- Shang-Chi. Like, if you guys haven't seen it, watch it. Like, it's on Disney Plus now. Um, it's outstanding. I think you guys will like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, am I echoing? No, you sound no. fine. No, you sound right good. Now. You actually sound fine. I heard a little Ooh, bit of an so echo for a pretty second. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, Shang-Chi. Um, Excuse me. So, Gogs, number three. Uh, number in my three. Num- number three. In my number three slot, uh, another Marvel banger. Uh, my number three slot this year was Spider-Man No Way Home. It's also my number three. Which that's cracked my, into the... <laughs> that's, that's my number like, one. The yeah, pin. <laughs> It yeah. cracked. Yeah, it cracked into the. Oh, hello. Uh, it 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 was. My, I had my number. Th- I had my top three pretty set before we went to go see it, and then I sat down. It really, you know. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it more, I'm sure. But uh, it's you know, it's it's really it's wonderful, and it's great to see all three Spider Men. And I'll I'll say it's this. Pin. Over, it's pin. It's pin. Just stop. Yeah. We'll talk about stop. it in a second. Okay. So there we go. Put it on three. the whiteboard. Put it on the whiteboard. Yeah, it's it. Um, Sean. Yep. Uh, I, real quick, I got a four and a five just because I thought we were doing fives before I looked at the form, so I'll just say them. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, number five okay, is yep. Venom. Uh, let there, oh, be, let there be Carnage. <laughs> number four was uh, Paul Schrader's The Card Counter. So that's five and four. My number three... I might need a ruling on, well, it's a tie anyway, but both have kind of like spurious release dates. Uh, my number three is St. Maud, which wasn't released in the U.S. until January of 2021, but I think it was released other places in 2017. I'll, I'll allow it. I mean, okay. it's, yeah, it's fine. Well, good. Well, then I've got a tie, oh, okay. a tie between that and a movie I watched last night that was shot in 1984, yes. but released in 2021, New York Ninja. Oh, that was so good. I told I you. Can, Didn't I not we, tell you? Yeah, we so talked good. about St. Maud like a lot already, so I don't think I have to go over that, but I'm like yeah. a sucker for those religious horror movies, and it's like kind of a nice companion piece to First Reformed in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's brilliant. New York Ninja is a movie where shit happens that I will never forget. <laughs> like, if you were like watching my Facebook last night and you were utterly baffled as to what was going on for an hour of posting, it was that. Um, I love it. One of the things I love about this movie is um, it's got that kind of let's put on a show uh, aesthetic as like a Hollywood movie. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're making a movie. And yeah. like none of the villains make sense. It's like they're fr- it's like it takes place in um, what is it? Metro City and Final <laughs> Fight. <laughs> like everybody's wearing masks in broad daylight, but the masks aren't congruent. And like one guy's a businessman yeah. and one guy's a clown. And well, I think guys... the problem is, is that they only, had, they only had so many goon extras. So they keep <laughs> they kept having to put them in different ridiculous outfits. So you wouldn't realize it was the same people over and over and over. Again. Well, it's also shit that looks normal in Hong Kong movies of that era. But when you transpose it to New York, it looks fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like. I mean, this was going to be a home run for me no matter what, because it's like a bad, like, canon movie, and then it's like a, like, total anomaly that was saved from trash. Yeah, I I talked about it a little uh, last episode, I think. 
there's a street gang that's constantly shaking down a seven-year-old kid, like a whole ass adult street gang where the leader looks like <laughs> yeah, show right. enough. That's right. I forgot. They're like about literally that. shaking him down because he's so small. They're picking him up and shaking him for money. Um, there's like a proposed the main character John the ninja is having a a question mark proposal party for his fiance on a roof that he brings swords to for some reason that I didn't really understand and brought I mean, a card in a sealed envelope that she wrote I don't it and then he's got his ninja outfit and he's got quad roller skates and like I never thought I would see somebody do a spinning back fist on roller skates but that happens at least 7 times um like the ninja outfit is white I think TJ mentioned that and most of the movie takes place in broad daylight cuz they couldn't afford lights yeah, but it's so <laughs> ill-fitting that he just looks like a fucking mummy roller skating around New York City, beating up like in streets of rage extras. Uh, like, and the plot makes no sense. The um, the villain, some kind of radioactive person, I think, whose plan is they're kidnapping women for some like overseas sex ring, but they're kidnapping these women at like fifty at a time. Like, this guy shows up with a stack of glamour like headshots. And then later in the movie, they cut to this, like, gag broads. It looks like they took them out of an aerobics class because half of them are wearing leotards. All the undercover cops, like, have, like, a sweater on, but on the inside of the lapel has their badge, so they're doing, like, a really shitty job. Like, this movie is fucking amazing. Like, it's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life, and, like, uh, I'm so uh, glad I saw it. I'm really glad you liked it so much. Like, I, it's, I, I, I love it in the same way that I love Miami Connection, but this one's even better because, like, Nobody knows. They had no storyboards. They had no sound, and they had no script. They had eight hours of footage they found someplace, and they just kind of stitched it together. So who knows what it was actually supposed to be? I mean, as incoherent as some of the movie is, it's kind of a miracle that it's yeah. any sort of coherent at all. Like the fact that they were able to piece anything together is kind of amazing. Yeah, like I, I would love to see like the whole coverage of this, the other six hours to see like what they put together and how, cause this movie is fucking bananas. Well, it's like I told you in the text, like I want to get the physical version. Cause I guess they have like a two hour documentary about the making of, I wonder if they show any of that other footage. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. I love it. Uh, TJ number, number, number three. Well, it's, uh, it's the pin thing. Uh, cause I, Alec, oh, had okay. it, Alec had it at number one, right? right? TJ number two. Uh, oh, so we don't we wait until we get to the number one of Alex before we yes. talk about yeah. it. Right? Then we'll okay. talk about it. We'll gangbang it. Understood. Uh, my number two, and I'm sure this is on probably at least three of your list, is uh, Denny Villeneuve's Dune. Also, I my number pinned. two. Yeah. Oh, my number one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Gogs, number two. Uh, my number two is uh, the Green Knight. Very Ooh. good. You know, I'm kind of shocked that that didn't make my top three. It would have been like my not in my top five, definitely. I love that movie. So before we get into that, I, w- I do want to give a couple honorable mentions out. Um, sure. For uh, for 2021, uh, Boss Level, I feel like yeah, was a you movie know I that, forgot all about Boss Level. Like that's the thing movie. we all forgot about it, but it was a shit ton of fun. Like, is it top three? No, it's top five. But God, there was something about that movie that just really. Struck a it's, chord with it's me. Frank really, Grillo, that guy yeah. rules. It made my he top. Does, but he, he made my shit movies. It made my top ten of the year. Like outside yeah. of this, I, I I really enjoyed it. It was a movie, but but honestly, like you brought it up after we saw Spider Man, and I had forgotten all about it. But I'm like, oh yeah, that movie was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, that. So just cracking into my like the, the things that my honorable mentions included: boss level, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Which it's, uh, it's talking about what Sean talked about earlier about questionable releases. That's that was another one that like I think it came out at the tail end of 2020. Yeah, like it was yeah. weird. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Wikipedia came out in January of 2021. So did I just, it? You know, okay, I, it might be because it came out on Max. They didn't count that as a release. I don't know because like there was some. Remember because that was the first I think like simultaneous release. Yeah, I, Max. Oh, okay. it, it's a brilliant movie. I, I mean, yeah. I yeah. It's fantastic. And then, and then what? What Spider Man No Way Home edged out was Titan. Or wow, Titan, I say it, huh? Which was a which was an uh, just that movie's fucking insane. But, I really like it. but anyway, well, yeah, to, what's your number one is going to be? Yeah. Uh, so num- so but going back uh, to Green Knight. Oh, we already um, said it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Green Knight just it's beautiful. Uh, uh, Dev Patel is fucking everyone's wonderful in it. It's just like it's striking the it very. I mean, I, I forget the guy's name. The same guy did uh, Ghost Story. Well, I can't yeah, think of the guy's name. I always forget um, his name too. He but anyway, a... he's uh, it, it's it's I don't know. It's it's just so captivating and like haunting and like just I don't know. It, it's just I, I was taken away by how beautiful the movie was. Like, so it's not like, too it's artsy like, then, since you enjoyed it so much. No, I it's mean, like Gog's, yeah. Gog's like Titan for God's sake. That that movie is pretty artsy. Is that he, artsy? I would say so. Yeah. That movie's insane. Uh, the guy it's, that directed uh, Green Knight is named David Lowry. David Lowry. Well, the, the, Mike I mean, Lowry. He's, he's of the season Mike. salt. He's of the season <laughs> salt uh, fortune. Well, uh, and the I think my favorite part of the Green Knight. I don't want to spoil anyone that hasn't seen Green Knight, but like there's the the ending of the Green Knight, like the way it ends, and sort of this kind of quiet montage that it ends with. It's funny because so the fucking... ending is really the only thing you could spoil because it's the really the only thing they kind of slightly changed from the original. Well, it's so fucking. I won't go into detail, but it's so fucking brilliant, and it's just so like it, it packs very similar to a ghost story. It packs such like an emotional punch with. I think no words like expressed. Uh, and it, it's oh, gorgeous. you mean like the the like kind of before the ending ending is what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I I don't know. I absolutely. I I really did. I and then the art direction, the way the Green Knight looks, and it's got um, what's his name? Um, uh, the guy from The Witch. Yeah, the dad. Me. I can't ever think of his name either. He's got an amazing, super gravelly voice. Uh, it's got uh, Joe e- Joe Everyman or whatever. His name, his name is, is Ralph Ensign. Yeah, Ensign. I guess um, is how you say that. But yeah, Green Knight was. I, I thought it was just marvelous. So that's my that's my number two. Uh, Sean, uh, my Alec. number. Oh yeah, go ahead. Who, who hasn't gone? Alec has yeah. not gone. Oh, Alec then. Sean, did you already do number two? Uh, mine's pinned. Ow. Um, my number two is Finch. I oh, still need to yeah. watch that. Damn it. The Tom Hanks robot movie. Uh, it was tremendous. It's got everything I love. Robots, dogs, post-apocalyptic scenarios, Tom Hanks. Uh, that is something I've learned from about Alec through this show, is you really do love the post-apocalypse. Like, Which I don't know why sucks I because... You weren't like a regular on the show when we did the Apocalypse Month. Yeah, that's right. Like, I'd love for you to have seen um, Miracle Mile. I think Alex loves yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the robot is great in it. Tom Hanks is great in it. Uh, 
it's a heartwarming story. It's also it's a very human story between a man and a robot. Like the robot is very humanized in it, which I feel like can be tricky to do. Yeah. Um kind of like a I am what was that movie? I am mother. Was that the the Yeah. 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 The movie slept. Yeah, that was really good. Alec, um, was that an actual Apple movie or was it one of those like it was something else and they bought it? I think it was something else and they bought it. Okay. I don't know how many movies Apple's actually made themselves, but that one I'm pretty sure was uh, one of those ones that somebody else made and then they swooped in and bought it because they didn't get released or something. Gotcha. Um, it seems weird that they would and maybe they're just afraid because all the pandemic stuff because you figure Tom Hanks is like a slam dunk. Yeah, there's two Apple movies he's done. Though. I, don't, I don't remember about the other one because the other one was the World War II uh, boat movie. But I don't remember if that was the same thing or not, where it was already made and they bought it, or if Apple actually paid for it. Well, Tom Hanks just likes Apple products. He likes his iPad, so he's, he doesn't <laughs> keep working, keep working for Apple, making that, making Steve Jobs that money for his grave. <laughs> <laughs> like a pharaoh, they're just throwing shit down there still. Yeah. Remember me. Um, <laughs> is, anybody, is anybody left for number two? Uh, you said no. yours is, Sean, yours is pinned? Yeah, I think my number one's going to be pinned, too. Uh, okay. Um, well. So we get, that's everybody. We gotta <laughs> so get I, to guess, the, I guess we got to do Dune. The highest pinned is and Dune. S- then Spider-Man, and then I think TJ and I have the same number one. Yeah, uh, Dune was fucking incredible. It lived up to every bit of hype for me, and I had a lot of it going in. Um. I cannot wait for the next one. Uh, the only thing that's in, the only drawback to the movie is they should have filmed them both at the, the part one and part two at the same time. So we could have watched them a lot sooner. Other than that, I thought it was a home run. Like, yeah, I Dune thought- kind of s- smashed my expectations because I remember when we were watching the Blade Runner trailers. I'm like, oh, this looks really good, but they're going to fuck it up somehow. Like, I was very nervous about it. But then after seeing Blade Runner and how much I love that movie. Like, my expectations for Dune were, like, through the fucking roof. Like, yeah. I was like, there's no way this movie's not going to be excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I hoped it was going to be, like, I'm, I think we, Sean, TJ, and I, we've all read the books. We're all big fans of the book. I don't know if I, like, I sat there and just was just enamored by, like, how, uh, how reverent, like, and how, like, accurate, like Denny Villanueva's or Villeneuve's uh, approach to the was, I couldn't. I was blown away by how uh, how great Timothy Chalamet was in it. Like everyone's, I was blown away by how uh, great Jason Momoa was in it. Like everyone is pitch perfect. It looks, it's it's shot brilliantly. Denny Villeneuve's like play with scale is like the, it, it's impossible when you read the books. Like the scale of things they describe is impossible to imagine. And it, yeah. you think it would be impossible yeah. to capture on film, and he pulls he pulled it, off. it off. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny, I, like how slavish it is, and it's still excellent because we've seen that go wrong so many times, like right. Watchmen or like. And it, it, you know, on that note, it's funny to me as someone that's in a bunch of like Dune nerd groups that like fans, like book fans, are like, it's soulless. Like, what are you talking about? Soulless. Like, like in what like, way? Like, well, that's the funny. They never elaborate on that. Oh, okay. They're just like, well, it's not like it. it it's not like the book. It's like, well, in what way? Like, it's exactly like the fucking books. Like, 
You, you know a- why it, it's it's like a little bit less soulless in the book because it doesn't spend four hours at the beginning describing every internal machination of the politics of the Dune universe. Like that Which book makes- starts very slow. Oh yeah, it's but a, like the fact that they were able to make something like so dense. And well, not lose anything. Well, they, they also lose. made it like really palatable too. Like I feel right, like you could come in like yeah, totally cold I, with I, no affection for the source material and be fine and enjoy it. I I think I've talked like, to I've talked to plenty of people that didn't read the book that really enjoyed the movie, and that's the one thing I was worried about. And yeah. I, the other thing is it's something I didn't even it didn't dawn on me until I watched it probably the third time. It's the movie. So they the one big change that they did from the book to the movie is the book is basic the book is obviously uh from Irulan's perspective more or less like in yeah. most cases but like in the movie is from Paul's perspective right. so all the shit that Paul's not privy to isn't in the movie and that makes yeah. a lot of sense if you watch it from that perspective like the well, only yeah, thing it cleans really it up a lot yeah, too and it makes it a lot like you said it makes it a lot more palatable but I mean, I I think Denny Villeneuve is a goddamn genius. I mean, because, that guy is just—he's on another level. He's like a—he's like a Nolan. He's like you know—he's just a guy that's yeah. just making movies that's just like so far above everybody else. Like yeah. I just just but give still him all like the money like, to make like movies. a movie for the people though, not like in an artsy fartsy kind of like impenetrable sort of way. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I I think so. I think that yeah. I think that Dune in and of itself, the source material is is a little. It's a little daunting. It's yeah. a, little, a little bit. <laughs> and it's going to be interesting to see how far they go, because if they get to, like, the third book, like, the weird shit really starts happening in the third book. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like when you brought up Irulan, like, they put it in the Lynch movie at the beginning, and then it's like, it's so, like, it sticks out. Like it's very, very badly goofy. It doesn't yeah. really work. It's, because it's, like like you said, yeah. like with the Lynch movie, the rest of the movie is from Paul's perspective, except that which makes it seem like there's like some kind of omniscience going. Like it's just like it doesn't work like at all. Yeah, it it's a it's kind of a mess. I mean, I love the Lynch movie because Same. of how messy it is, and it's such a fucking clusterfuck. But like, yeah, it's a mess. I mean, it's a total mess. This uh, is a lot cleaner. Also, people bitching about the designs in the new Dune need to get their heads checked. Like that, designs are great in the new movie. They're like, tremendous. The, yeah, I think yeah. that like I, I, this is gonna sound like a weird comparison, but like this Dune movie is almost like a, a Disney film in that if you don't know anything about Dune, you can sit there and enjoy it. But like if you yeah. know stuff about Dune, you realize all of the attention to detail that he put into it, all of the unsaid mm-hmm. stuff, like. Like, like, I they never said yeah. Peter DeVries's name, but like, if you knew who he was because you read the book, you knew who he was. And if you didn't well, know who like, he was, and, it's, it's like a make poor a man's John Carter of Mars. And to right. Sean, to Sean's point, like, you don't need to even you don't you know enough about Peter without ever needing to know his name. You know right. way you know a ton about his character just by the way he's presented in the film. Yeah. All that being yeah. said, still let me see the four and a half hour cut of the movie. I, oh yeah, yeah no, no, I would watch right, like, it uh, in a heartbeat. Did, it was my number one pick because it was the only movie this year that I watched that I just wanted just more of. Like I was just oh, like, yeah. I sat down and just, I watched it again. I was like, I just, okay. Like it was, it, it carried the most, uh, the, the most weight for me. So that rounds out. So that's your two, two slots, right? Yeah. My one slot. Okay. So then I'm done. So TJ, we're on your one. 
Uh, yeah, and it's probably wait, it's wait a probably, minute. Don't you guys want to do uh, Spider Man? Oh yeah, we didn't talk. about Oh, we also need to talk about Spider Man. Okay. Yeah. Alex, so, you can talk. You start talking about Spider Man. We've talked for like fifteen minutes now about Dune. Yeah. Alex, oh my God, Spider Man! Like, I can't say enough about this movie. Yeah, I oh, like God, so good. It. Like I like I, I guess it, it's hard to even put into words. Like this movie is tremendous. It is absolutely incredible. It's easily in the top, like probably top three Marvel movies. Like yeah. it is so fucking good. The nostalgia bits are great. Like they get right into it. They don't waste any time with like within like fifteen minutes. Like all the multiverse shit is happening, and it's just yeah. like, oh, they're not like wasted any time setting this up at all. It's just it's on. And it goes like a hundred miles an hour from beginning to end. Like, I know you don't care about spoilers, Sean. This probably it's no. not even, not even spoilers. But I like, think I'm the only person on Earth that hasn't seen that movie according to the box office receipts. You <laughs> should watch it, dude. I think you'd actually really like it. Yeah. Like it. Like there have been very few times in my life when like I've been at the movies and people have like cheered at the screen and I didn't find it super annoying. <laughs> but like there was probably like five different times in this movie people were going ape shit in the theater and like I didn't even I didn't even care. Like I was like, I'm right there with you guys. This is fucking awesome. Um Yeah, yeah like I think, I, my, my TikTok right now is flooded with like Oh yeah, Spider Man theories. <laughs> Well, theories, but also just, like, reaction shots of theaters during, like, all the a bunch of the major scenes that happen, and people just going fucking nuts. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's crazy. I mean, um, it's, it's Tom nice Holland to get that great. kind of emotion out of anybody. You know what I mean? At least, like, people are reacting to things. Like, it's kind of nice. Yeah. And, like, it, like, I a would... few times, the few, a few times during this movie, like, it, like there's been a few points in like the MCU where, I mean, there's been a lot of times where I've been like excited about stuff. Obviously, like sure, this is the shit that like formed my childhood. Like I didn't have friends; I had comic books, so oh. I read like a million Spider-Man comics and a million oh, X-Men comics. Oh, yeah. Um, but like I think at times during the MCU, like in the first Avengers, when Cap is standing up to Loki, and oh, Iron yeah, Man shows yeah, up, yeah. and you're just like, oh. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, this shit is it is on now. Like well, it's gotta be even bigger happening. for you with these movies because like I don't think any of us gave a shit about the Avengers when we were kids, but like you were like no, high yeah. up on Spider Man. Like Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And like and I loved I loved the like the Tobey Maguire movies are good. The second one's great. The first and first one's good. The third one's meh. It's fine. Yeah, the, I thought the first Amazing Spider-Man was pretty good. Never saw it. Se- the second it's, one it's is pretty a pile good. Of, the second one's a pile of dog shit. That's Gar- what I wanted to ask you, Alec, because I don't think I I got to ask you about this. Like everybody around here, like says Andrew Garfield is one of the best parts of this movie, which I found shocking. He is so You're, good. It's like he is. It's it's incredible. Like. But he was good in the first in the first Amazing Spider-Man too. Like, yeah. yeah, I felt that he nailed the Spider-Man character better than Toby. Toby was a better Peter Parker, but Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man. He was like just throwing quips out the whole time, just like jokes at everybody, mocking the villains. Where Toby, it kind of felt a little forced. Yeah, but then Tom Holland is like the perfect blend of the two. Like, yeah. 
he's 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 really good at it. He even kind of looks like if you match the two of them together. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. But like this movie is just so fucking good. Like I I can't. I literally can't wait to go watch it again. Yeah, like probably sometime in the next week or so, I'll get back to the theater and check it out. Check it out a second time because, like, I I I literally can't say enough good things about it. I mean, I think like the biggest like what, what. blew me away was like Al it, it was so the movie was so moving for Alec that like when he had the chance to come see it with me and TJ the second time he still needed time to digest it because it, it made such an impact on him I think that's a that's a tremendous compliment to any film like if you need to like really especially reflect. especially a stupid superhero movie yeah. <laughs> where yeah, they're fighting but, octopus men and lizards yeah but but like this movie did like a wonderful job of like like redeeming, like I, I feel like Andrew Garfield was almost apologetic in this movie. He was, and, and like it's a, a meta text. There's that scene where they're talking to him, and they're like, "Oh, they're every, like everybody says I'm the worst one," and it's like, "Well, they obviously are talking about everybody knows that that his his, his duology was awful." Like, yeah, and they're, they're, they're it's like, really just Amazing Spider-Man Two is awful. Yeah. It's the worst. Well, they're, one. they're sitting there like trying to work out their plan, and he's like, "I thought I was Spider-Man Two." Like, no, you're Spider-Man Three. Man, three. I'm Spider-Man One. He's yeah. Spider-Man. 2. <laughs> it's funny as hell, and it's so you know, good. I, I, I think Sean watches his videos too, but there's this YouTube guy, Cosmonaut. I think yeah. it's Cosmonaut yeah. Reviews. Cosmonaut and, Picture Show. Yeah. He did a, a review of, of the movie, and I really agreed with him. He's like, you know, a lot of movies these days are living on nostalgia, and we all hate it. Like that, that you know what I mean? Like it's, it's getting kind of tiresome. But like this movie subverts that, uh, that nostalgia and actually does something with it. Like they, they, it's not just like, hey, there's these Spider Man, and like, hey, you guys remember these movies, right? They actually take the characters, <laughs> and they're like, well, how would these characters react? And they all feel genuine to their characters from those films, and that's like something. And this movie has did something that I didn't think was possible, where they added emotional weight to a movie I don't give a fuck about. That like again, there's a part in this movie where Andrew Garfield is basically. He gets to redo the ending of Amazing Spider-Man 2 and he does it right and it's like emotional and you're like, wait a minute, like you pulled that off. Like I hated Amazing Spider-Man 2. I was rooting for Gwen to die. <laughs> you, fucking, you fucking pulled it off and like it was it worked. It didn't feel like cheesy or tacked on or there wasn't like a button where like somebody was like, hey, that was just like this. Like, no, you had him save MJ. And he's, like, tearing up, and she's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. And that's it! And, like, I'm t- I know it's a low bar, but in the way people write movies nowadays, that's, like, fucking Kino Supreme. Like, it, it must have taken every... Like, there must have been a producer, like, in, in the back... When I'd seen this film, they're like, y- you don't think we should tell them that that happened in the other movie? Why don't we show a clip from the other movie? Like, you know what I mean? I know, I know it sounds crazy, guys, but we watched the same movies, and the level of restraint it took them to not do that is kind yeah, of like, they should, like, if they had MJ cross-cut with, like... But tell me you're not shocked that that didn't happen. I'm... Like, well, it think took a deft it. hand. It took a deft hand not yeah. to. And it was great. And and like I don't know. Like I I, I said this actually. Uh, Sean and I were on Nate's podcast uh, that you can listen to now. Uh, but Alec was on there apparently recently too. Yeah, me and me and Gogs did the episode this week. We're going to be on next week's show that he posts. Oh, what? 
What's like, the why, topic? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? Robots. Uh, aliens. No. aliens. Oh, that'd be fun. I can't wait to listen to that. Well, we're, me, uh, me and Sean are on about Metal Gear, and we were talking We're talking about Metal Gear, of course, but like I, I was talking about Metal Gear Solid 4, how it was like the culmination of a lot of things, and for me as a Metal Gear nerd, like it meant a lot when that game happened, and this... You know, and Alec just talked about, you know, the Avengers and, like, different moments in, like, Marvel movies where, like, that shit comes together and it means a lot. This movie just felt like it wasn't just a celebration of, like, Marvel movies or Spider-Man. It was, like, a celebration of, like, Spider-Man the character just in general. And it just reveled in it. And it didn't, like, I don't know, it didn't feel tacky or, like, forced or sentimental. Like, it just felt, like, it felt right. Like, I, every, I, every, every beat in it was earned, absolutely. Yeah, and, and there you go. That's the best way to say it. I, I, but I loved it. I, I, I totally agree with Alec. This is, like, this is top-tier Marvel. Like, this is kind of, like, it's kind of crazy because now, I guess, they're, ta- like, Fox is talking about maybe making another Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I'm all in. Like, I'll watch whatever, like, they put out now because I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, he was great. As long as you keep up this level of writing and, like, I, they probably won't. They'll probably go right back to Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Because, like, even, like, Electro was good in the movie. Like, you know? Well, yeah, it was funny the way they even nodded to, like, I fell in a vat of electric eels. Like, that's kind of dumb. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be careful where you fall. <laughs> like, and, like, also, uh, this is something I didn't even realize. Did you know they digitally de-aged Defoe and Alfred Molina? Because I didn't even realize it. Well, they did it so well that yeah, it yeah, didn't you don't look even like know. I, it wasn't like I knew they on. did with Molina, but I thought Defoe still looked like his old, yeah, they did they, weird, they, angry looking self. Apparently, Christ, they did what does Defoe look like really? Then they got they got like they've gotten so good at that shit. Like, remember when they first started doing it? It was a little like mm, I don't know. Remember Bio Digital Jazz Man and fucking oh, God, yes. Uh, I also remember what was it? Michael Douglas and Ant Man was a little iffy, like a yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so now we're on to number ones, right? Well, that was my number one. one Me and Alex number ones have been covered. Okay, so I think Sean and I's number one is the same anyway. Yeah, it's Uh, uh, Matrix Four. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Did you actually watch it? No, my (laughs) HBO Max for whatever reason still isn't like recognizing me. So I I think God is trying to spare me from watching it. Guys, you watched it, right? We talked about it. Oh yeah. They spent a hundred and ninety million dollars on that movie. We'll get into it. It's going to show up later. Don't worry about it. A (laughs) hundred. But my number one movie is Titan. Same. I I fucking adored this movie more than anything. I left the theater and I think I texted out like this is my number one movie of the year. Like I it's gonna and I. I stand by like I loved it. Like I fucking loved it. I've watched it three times. Uh I watched it, you know, in the theater once. I watched it with Gogs and I've watched it by myself. I fucking love this movie. It's so fucking creative. It goes in so many different directions. It's like shot incredibly competently. Like the stuff that she does with lighting is amazing. Like I just there's a million things to like about this movie. And ultimately, like it's this wholesome like moral about family and where you find it, which is like yeah. fucking crazy because of where like, it's the weirdest out. way to get there. Yeah, it, it did not go in any way that I thought it would because it, it starts out like fucking high tension. Yes, yeah, very. It's much like so. high tension and possessor. It's like fucking yeah. just like body horror and gross, and then it ends up being sort of loving and endearing. <laughs> it's I I fucking loved it. I cannot wait for her to put out another movie. She has put out two movies and they've both been 
absolute bangers. She yeah, put Raw this slaps. out and, and Raw and Raw is so well, Sean, you recognized the the lead actress the, from Raw was her like girlfriend in the beginning. Yeah, isn't the dad in Raw too? Is he? I don't know. Somebody pointed this out to me and I, I did not notice when I watched the movie the first time, but all the characters are have the same names as the characters in Raw. They all are like, yeah, they all have the same first names, which is like, I did not notice that. It was a very strange thing to point out. Like, like this movie's like part of the reason I find it super interesting, besides the fact that it's like a mishmash of all the shit we love, like fucking just straight up body horror and movies about identity and like, like kind of the lies you'll tell yourself to fit in or to like have family or whatever. Is that like, it's like a female, uh, like kind of examination of what masculinity is. Yes. Which yeah. is like an unusual take, and it doesn't like fall into like the um, kind of like oh, like this is just because it's it's a movie like sort of about patriarchy and fetishizing car culture a little bit, and a little, like the yeah, I and the, the the dynamics of like men that work together, like in the they work at the fire department. I don't think that's a spoiler. Um, are, are, can we? I don't want to spoil a whole lot of the movie, but I feel like if we talk about like almost anything that happens in the movie, it's a spoiler. Yeah, I don't think you can really spoil the movie. It's so insane. I mean, well, I think you what, could be told beat by beat what this movie is, and you well, still the need father, to watch it. like, like you know right away, he just he wants somebody to care for. He wants a son. It doesn't necessarily have to be his son, right? So when he yeah. shows up to pick up this person, it's like I you think I don't know my own son. I don't need a DNA test, but he knows immediately. Like you get that register from him, like right away i i took away and i don't know i know i've talked this with gogs but i i don't know if i talked about it with you i got the impression that he was somehow or at least maybe he feels responsible for like the son is dead his real son is dead and i think that he is either is was in some way responsible for the death or at least blames himself for the death because there's that sequence where he's in like the the, the training, the, the thing. training thing, and yeah. you, you see the body in that, yeah, like, yeah. like, and they don't, they. That's just the one scene. They never touch on it again. The only other thing you can go on is the way the wife reacts yeah. later in the movie, and it definitely seems like she knows that something's going on. Like, well, uh, like, well, she does, and and then when she finds out, like in the typical like movie, especially one that's you know led up to the point that it is, it's like she freaks out and tells the husband or whatever, but she's like. It's it shows a dynamic of people that like can't be together anymore, but she still cares yeah. about him. You know yeah. what I mean? So she's like, yeah. just take care of him. Like, if you're going to do this, do it all the way through. Yeah. And like the the fact that she has a mutant cyborg baby with a fucking Pontiac Bonneville is like <laughs> almost immaterial by the end of the movie, which is like a, a freight like you know what I mean? Like the <laughs> Yeah, the, no. Totally the movie agree. is ostensibly about a woman fucking a car and getting pregnant, but it turns into like just a like a character drama. And the fact that she gives birth to like a, a Terminator yeah. is totally irrelevant. Um, yeah, it's kind of wild. There's some also, like super effective body horror stuff that's not even like just straight up like Cronenberg uh, body horror, uh, although that she, is there. Like, when she are, has are we gonna to, talk like, about the broken nose scene? Oh yeah, when she has to okay. modify her appearance, like yeah. oh my god! It well, was... it works so well because like in, a, in like a normal movie, like either she just does it or she looks at it and then does it. But like she like like faints like she's gonna do it about fifteen times, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. I'll just fucking do it already. I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> yeah. And then she does it, and it's fucking disgusting. But the movie's also like has funny moments, like it has jokes, which you would think like. But if the jokes didn't work, it would be super distracting. 
Yeah. But there's a scene, like a high tension esque scene where she has to kill a bunch of people and they just keep showing up. How many of you are in here? Yeah. He's like, are you, and he goes, are you expecting more? And she goes, God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) She's so crestfallen. Like every time she turns around and somebody else is there, she's like, that that like, scene it, also is like insanely brutal. Like, that, but it's but, it's it's set to like a funny song, if I recall correctly. Like, but um, baby, Elephant it's also Walker. this is a movie like kind of yeah, right, kind of like Only God Forgives, where everybody in the movie is awful. Like, there are yeah. no like good people in the movie, but you still get like emotionally invested in them anyway. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But uh, I talked about it a lot. Go ahead, TJ. You got anything? Uh, no, that uh, you you pretty much cover everything that I wanted to say. I, I will say though, uh, I just want to throw out some honorable mentions for stuff that uh, that I really liked. Censor um, is a movie that came very close to getting into my top three. It's a, a debut film. Um, I can't remember the, the lady's name. Prano Bailey Bond is the director and writer. Uh, fantastic movie kind of like a throwback to like grindhouse stuff but then it also has kind of surrealist uh like lynchian kind of things in it it's fucking brilliant it's on Hulu. Oh, speaking of lynch like two things about the tame real quick i forgot sure. um did like when adrienne shaves her head and gets all pale does she not remind you of that dude that's in mulholland falls and also slash the uh the mystery man in um, oh yeah 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 you're fucking talking, what, yeah. in lost highway like yeah, a mix between those yeah you're talking about uh what was it, donald blake was that his name they, they, he was in real life he like murdered somebody yeah yeah, yeah. uh robert and blake. then uh robert blake. yeah and then um there's parts of Tatane that seem like they were pulled from the movie Climax, like I think is a movie only you and I have seen on the show, I think. I definitely seen Climax. No, I'm not. Okay. There's it's one very, specific scene good. I'm thinking of, but like, yeah, like it, it blends a lot of shit together pretty well that should not go together at all. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I love Titane. I, I think it's a triumph. I, uh, I think we're going to be like, that's one of those movies that people are going to be talking about for a long time. Uh, but yeah, I really recommend Censor. Uh, for y'all, it's on the Plex, but for everybody else, it's on Hulu. I can't recommend enough. And the cherry on top is it's 84 minutes long. Hell yeah. Hey. Um, I also hey, I also really liked uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1, or whatever they call it, 3.0 plus 0.1. It was really good. Uh, does it so redeem it, all the rest of the movies? It does, actually. Okay. Uh, I fucking loved it. Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad. Barely yep. didn't make the like the top three. I love Suicide Squad, and uh, the French Dispatch is really good. But none of half of you might like it. Half of you won't. That's the new Wes Anderson movie. I found it very charming, and this time he put nudity in it. So it, by by TJ okay. definition, that makes it his best film. <laughs> uh, what's that girl's name? Lay Lay Sadu or whatever. She was in Blue is the Warmest Color. She was uh, in. in uh, Death Stranding. She's she's beautiful and she's very naked in this movie. And she's in one of the so it's a it's a anthology movie. So they, it's like broken up into five stories. And there, the, she's in the first story with uh, Benicio del Toro and uh, what's his name? I always forget his name. He was in Predators. He's got like a weird long face. Brody. Yes, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody. Uh, it's it's probably the best story in the whole movie. That is one of the weakest parts about the movie is that like the best story he put first. So like, I, but um, his curtain jerker was the best one. 
I thought so. I, I like the whole movie, but like definitely there's it's like any anthology, like some of the stories are weaker than others, but I enjoyed it quite a bit. Look at you, VHS ninety four, which I watched. Oh god, I did not watch that. Oh. Yeah, I there you know it's funny. In the totality of the VHS series, like there is like their batting average sucks. Because like they have that one that Gareth Evans made, which is like the best one of the best things I've ever seen. I, I showed you that, right? <laughs> Where they're yeah. in, like, the cult, and, like, at the... Oh, man, that's so fucking good. And then they just have a bunch of shit. Mm. All right, what's the next category? That's all everybody, right? Yeah. Let's do the... What's anybody, the bottom? I, hold on, hold on, I'm sorry. Guys, did anybody else want to throw out any honorable mentions before we move on for, like, um, best of the year? I should have thrown it out to the floor. Sorry, guys. I'll throw out a couple. I'm not going to talk about any of them, though. Uh, the boss level, I think Gogs talked about. Yeah, that was um, a good one. Uh, Quiet Place 2. I still need to watch that. Uh, Bad Trip. Vacation Friends. Vacation Friends oh, vacation was so Friends good. Was what great. was Bad Trip? That was the one with... Uh... Oh, shit. I can't think of his name now. It had Lil Rel Howery and Eric Andre. And it oh, was like, I, uh... yeah. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, that was good. It was funny. It was like a jackass kind of yeah, comedy. I, I, it, it came out like very early in the year, right? Yeah, it was yeah, like... Yeah. March or April, but that was really good. Vacation Friends was hilarious. I think we talked really about was. it on the show. Yeah, I mean, you was, guys yeah. talked about it. It was it really was, good. It was tremendous. Um, and that don't look up that the uh, Adam McKay oh, movie came out. Oh, did you like? Did you like that? I liked it. I it's didn't very, think it was great. I think it was it was too long and like a little too long and a bit heavy handed at times. But that's I, Adam McKay. Like that's I what you're feel gonna like get. That's what he does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's his new thing. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh I thought it was fun. I like Leo and, I, and Jennifer Lawrence in it quite a bit. I thought they were very Oh, you watched it too? Yeah. How you Jonah Hills. Jonah Hills great in it. Uh Meryl Streep is great in it. Mark Rylance plays like a Jeff Bezos type yeah. guy. And he's doing the same voice from uh, Ready Player One, so I loved that. Who's Mark <laughs> Rylance? That sounds right. He's the, the guy from he he was the boat? from Ready Player One. The boat yeah. captain in um the, uh, uh, oh, he, oh, Dunkirk. he was the the programmer in Ready Player One. He was like the yes. Garth of Ready yeah. Player One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's it. Honestly, I thought. I know you guys said it was hard to pick your favorite ones. Like, I it was hard to pick bad ones for me because I really. Oh God! I overall kind of for me. enjoyed <laughs> enjoyed most of what mm, I, I watched. Saw. I watched two a the, two lot of, the, of shit. Two of the three <laughs> bad ones on my list. Bottom three are just kind of. Just because I had yeah, to have three. That's fair. Um, Sean, any honorable mentions? That no, uh, I did mine already. Okay, did you? Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. You got Venom in the card yeah, counter. Right. Yeah, that's right. I need to watch Card Counter too. I meant to watch that. I haven't got to. Oh shit! It's right. got a sequel. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's just called Card Counters. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dogs, What's the next category? Oh, uh, let's do the bottom, bottom of 2021. Now, I'm I modified. Oh, I'm just gonna God. say this. I modified my list because there was some cohabitation. I could have bottom. Yeah. Of, I could have done of, twenty of these fuckers. Well, just yeah, because <laughs> some of the worst movies of 2021 we were lucky enough to watch on the show. Oh yeah. So take the this bottom three is more like the bottom five. That's um, fine. Go ahead. So number three, uh, number three is uh the t- the Tomorrow War. Oh, I've got that. Uh, is my it's it's in my bottom three. I've got oh, a three way tie in my bottom never, three. It's in there. I didn't watch that. Okay, so I guess <laughs> I didn't uh, bother watching it either. 
All right, so I mean, we can, I guess, do you, Sean, do we with the with the bottom one just talk about it? Like, yeah, you guys both watch yeah, who gives a shit? Like, the, yeah, the Tomorrow War is just like it. It wasn't in my bottom three; it was in my bottom five. But then the the top two in my bottom three uh, for uh, for twenty twenty one we watched on the show. So Tomorrow War, you slipped from the five slot to the three slot. Um, yeah, can I just? I'm going to lump it in with my other two because I don't think uh, my other two that are tied for the worst because they're all of a piece. But I don't think anybody else saw them. Uh, it's just like fucking like like idiot pablum movie like here you go dumb fuck here's a movie yeah, sit here and watch yeah. this for two hours it's so stupid. it's uh, it's like stupid smart it's the tomorrow war a movie called without remorse which is a tom clancy movie starring michael b jordan that came out i think in oh January yeah on i Amazon. forgot all about that i never even watched that i wanted to gi joe origin snake eyes which i think oh. i talked about on the show so um Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot all about it's, that. It's movie like too. They, these movies are like just products in like the grossest sense of the word. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're like they're awful. Well, I, I can't speak to the other two, but I can say that Tomorrow yeah. War is just like like just watching like just the dumbest, like just the it's, dumbest it's decisions. Every happening. the Tomorrow War is every middling sci-fi movie you've seen in the last ten years just smashed together. It's fucking yeah. um two Tom Cruise movies. It's a uh, Oblivion and. Uh, What's the other one? Live, die, repeat. It's like it's part kind of a quiet place. Like it's got these really uninspired designs. Like it's got. It's another one of those movies. I'm sure God's going to test to this when you start pulling on threads. It's like, hey, wait a minute. Like, no, why why would you do any of these things? No, yeah, it's like we could have resolved this like way easier, and also (laughs) not just dropped people out of the sky at random points in time. Yep. Nope. Movies dumb as shit. (laughs) Yep. But it's like it's not offensive. (laughs) No, it's just dumb as hell. Yeah. So like uh, it, I, it, my, I've got my honorable mention bottom threes, which is I'll say okay. malignant and Halloween kills. Um, oh, stay uh, tuned. Hall- yeah, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween kills oh, also on my. Well, list. There we go. So that's my number three on the bottom twenty twenty one movies. You, you, uh, you know what makes me sick? Do huh. you know how many people <laughs> I saw put malignant in their top ten of the year? Start what a list. You, we'll hunt these out people down. of your fucking mind. I've like, seen Halloween Kills on a bunch of like top lists. I uh, I just don't get it. People are dumb. All um, right, Alec. Um, my number three worst movie of the year was Godzilla vs Kong. Oh, that yeah. was bad. God, I forgot Man. that came out this year. Yeah. How do you oh. make a movie with Godzilla fighting King Kong the whole time and make it boring as shit? I, I had the pleasure, and I had the pleasure of watching it for a second time with Alec and Gogs, and you guys like it was so funny to watch. I could like in real time, I could watch your disinterest <laughs> wash over your faces. You could just feel so the wind from Alec's phone as he gets on DraftKings. It, it was so funny because like. Like you guys are like, oh, it's not that bad, TJ. And then like all of a sudden, the guys got quiet and like, oh, you're not watching the movie anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was uh Yeah, it was not great. Uh, it was we, good hangs though. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Credit to Alec. It was fun hangs. We we watched it outside. It was nice. But like oh, man, like, like they get the, the whole stupid middle of the earth the hollow earth thing. <laughs> Like where, fuck, where it has dude. its own sun, and that movie sucks so bad. I yeah. forgot it was released this year. Like I, <laughs> it was like a trauma memory. I tried to like block it out. Is Costco oh, Island still good? Like yeah. I want to. Like, is it still good? Yeah, I think okay. so. 
That guy is directing the Metal Gear Solid movie that's coming out. Okay. Don't know how but, I feel about that. But yeah. No, that looks right. That movie sucked. That movie did suck hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Bless you. Thank you. Uh, it's either me or Sean. It's you. I uh, it's did me. Mine. Yeah. What'd you do? What was your uh, Tomorrow War slash oh, that's right. you did yours slash first. Guys. Then Gog's yeah. was uh, also Tomorrow War. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is Marvel's The Eternals. I fucking mm. hated this movie so fucking much. Um, it's it's everything wrong with superhero movies, and it's too fucking long. It's boring. The characters I could give a fuck about, like the story sucks. The villain design is boring. The it's it's terrible. It was just fucking awful. And you know we've talked a million times on the show about the TJ rule, where if it sucks in twenty minutes, I turn it off. Well, that rule doesn't apply when you're in a fucking movie theater and you spent thirteen dollars to be there. Because if it did, I would have just walked right the fuck out. It, this movie is so bad. I'm the only one that's seen it, right? You, you three haven't. I haven't seen it. You waited yeah, all for that. I, I have not. I'm gonna be shocked if any of you like it, though. I think that your opinion will be less harsh than mine because when you do watch it, eventually you will watch it for free, and you'll watch it at your house where you can like pause it and like take a shit. Or jerk off, do something more interesting than watch this movie, and then you think I back. you think I pause movies to jerk off, TJ? You think I don't <laughs> jerk off every time I take a shit? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but I I hated hated this fucking movie. I I I just you know it's funny when they announced it, I was like, God, the Eternals. That's a that's a a project that Marvel's tried to get me to care about most of my life, and they still are trying, and it still didn't work. So, yeah, so that's my number three. So, Gogs, number two. Number two, um, and this is number two and number one on my list. Both have uh, got there mostly for the same reasons, because the the differential between the trailer and the final product was so vast. Um, <laughs> Funny way to put it. So, like that. That, that seems like a prop bet somehow, like the yeah. quality to trailer differential. Like, is, I, yeah, it was, like it was through the I enjoy, roof. I enjoy that. So, so number two was Mortal Kombat. Oh, uh, that, that, that was, was very missed. close. Very close yeah. on my list. That's also, I... also my number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then there. Good. Pinned. Um, so should we... Uh, Alex, shall we talk about Mortal Kombat and why it sucks shit? I mean, I don't have much to say about it. Like, I think as where you were alluding to, like, the trailer was awesome. The clips they released earlier were awesome. But then that's the only awesome parts yeah. of the movie. And that's why they released them early. Because... Get people excited for it. It's like, like, it's not even a movie. No, like, there's two. It's, it's a bunch of actors. like video game cutscenes slammed together. Yeah, the, yeah. It's... The leads are awful. Like, yeah. The, well, I mean, like, the, like everyone's like, favorite Mortal Kombat character, Cole. Yeah, <laughs> Scorpion. Like Scorpion and Sub Zero are actors are played by actors I like. Yeah. That have both been competent in other movies, and some of their scenes, their last fight scene isn't bad. Their first fight scene is actually fucking piss out fight, tremendous. The first fight scene in this movie is fucking awesome, and then you're like, okay, hell yeah, this movie's gonna rock. And then like, it, it, yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's just stupid as fuck. It's just, and it's not even fun. Stupid. Like, mm-hmm. at least if you're gonna be stupid, be like dumber than fuck. Like, like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yes. Right. I'd rather watch Annihilation any day of the week than this. Yeah, so, yeah, Mortal Kombat. And the, and fuck you for making the trailer so good. 
because yeah the final product was like i was legit stoked like i was like oh hell yeah hbo max got me oh yeah we were talking about it like non-stop prior to well i mean the thing is i think we also got our temp our 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 expectations tempered by the fact that the last three mortal Kombat games have been really good so at story-wise they were good so you think that they would take influence from that and just make something like super goofy plot wise and then crazy violent because it's also r-rated and it's neither one of those things. Yeah. So both my, but this my number two and my number one are both fuck used to Warner Brothers because in both cases Warner Brothers is, is, is your number one Space Jam legacy. No. His number one is no. the Matrix Four. He kind of teased it. Oh, okay, yeah. That's so right. like, so like, yeah. Both of these, both of Warner Brothers makes tremendous trailers. But from here on out, every time I see a Warner Brothers trailer, it's gonna be like Hawkeye in fucking <laughs> Endgame or whatever. Like, don't do that. Don't give me hope because like this is like I know you're gonna just shit on me. Later, yeah, that mate, that Matrix trailer was, was incredible. Fucking amazing, yeah, really good. Not to bury the lead, but yeah, that's my. So that's it. Anyway, so that's my number two for me. Maybe next Mortal next Kombat. year we'll do a category for best trailer. Oh yeah, shit. yeah, that's a good I'm, one. That's a good. I'm one. into it. Um, okay, Alec, pass the mic to somebody. Uh, TJ, uh, my number two is, and it may be pinned, is uh the Many Saints of Newark. Oh, just uh, missed. God, did I hate this fight. If none of y'all didn't know, because I think I went on about a 15-20 minute rant on the show about it, but also uh, posted a ton about it. How this movie got a theatrical release is embarrassing. It's got some of the worst writing I've ever seen in a film. The acting is terrible. Also, it, it broke my heart because the guy that gets to be the lead is the guy from Art of Self-Defense, who's a great, like, he's a really good actor, and he's trying his heart out, and he's got to yeah. be the lead in this dog shit movie. The only reason it didn't make mine is because I don't have the affection for the source material that a lot of people have. And, and I do. I do have a lot of, of affection for The Sopranos. But the problem is, is that this movie just is garbage. It tried to, like, it marketed itself as the sentimentality because uh, James Gandolfini's kid was playing James, playing Tony, young Tony, and then he's barely in the fucking movie. Like and he sucks in it. Yeah, on he top looks of it. and he looks like fucking. He looks like Paul Stanley if he got stung by a bunch of bees. <laughs> like he sucks. The movie sucks. You got all these great actors. There's like so many good actors. Like John Bernthal's in this movie for like two scenes. How do you have John Bernthal and you're like, eh? We're not going to make think, it his movie. Besides the fact that the movie's just like flat out awful, and they let Ray Liotta be in it twice, twice. which is not good, you yeah. know, in present day, is that fucking. They set up this final conflict throughout the entire movie, and then it is never addressed. And it's like, yeah. why did we spend all and, this time in the setup? You know what? You can do that if you're fucking Sword of Doom, which is a samurai <laughs> movie that does the same fucking thing. But that movie's fucking brilliant, and it's about the decay of a guy's soul as he like m- becomes like a wanton murderer. And you never get the climax between the good guy and the bad guy, because the bad guy basically is broken down to the point where his life doesn't matter anymore. But this movie doesn't it doesn't work without the climax because the movie sucks. Like it's so bad. And like they got guys to play Paulie Walnuts and and the other guy and they just look like cosplayers. Like it's embarrassing. That's the best way to describe this movie. Fucking embarrassing. They kill Ray Liotta and then they're like, "Oh, don't forget about Ray Liotta's twin." Cuz it, hmm. it's like they did that shit in fucking uh 
a beer fest and it was a joke and it's yeah. funny and this hey, is like this a is serious complicated film enough without all this film bullshit. Too. yeah and then like like prison uh prison brother doesn't he likes jazz or something it's like what is this well i think i mentioned i don't know if i mentioned it on the show or i mentioned it on facebook when i was doing like my live tweet of the movie but like they have three different versions of the song the revolution will not be told or three different gil scott harrett songs uh, yeah. performed by three different people, which is fucking insane. It's like, it's it's almost like the guy's trying to impress his black girlfriend with like these <laughs> like sort of obscure like black music artists that like are not congruent to the scenes that they're in at all. Yeah, and also like again, and I'm not. Yeah, I mean, let it be known. I, like you've never heard me complain about the shit on the floor, but this movie tries to like shoehorn in like a race like problem in the movie. Where like a race component in the film, and like but it has they, nothing to say about it. No, it just puts it in there. But there's nothing. There's no like objective thing to say. They're not making any kind of statement. And the problem is, is that the Newark race riots was was touched on on the show. And Tony Soprano's like, yeah, some shit happened. Like, he didn't like. He didn't give a fuck. And that's like the yeah. whole point. Like the point that like all the fucking Soprano mob guys are racists was like part of the show. And like you're you're trying to add some kind of commentary to that, but don't actually say anything. I don't know. It was a fucking mess. I hated it so much. Anyway, that's my number two. Who's left? Me. Sean, number two. Uh, my number two is Halloween Kills. Uh pinned. Okay. My number one. Well, I guess we can just talk about it. I fucking hate. Does anybody it. else have Halloween Kills? No. It was my honorable, it was oh, my okay. honorable mentions. For so worse. fucking bad. Oh my god. So it is like bad. almost unwatchable. And I, I, I know we did like a, a several uh, minute uh, show on it, but like it, like it's so boring. <laughs> it really is. And it sets up like rules and doesn't like carry through. And Wait, just like it's we like do every an episode on Halloween Kills. Didn't yeah. We? Yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Oh. We dosed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't have like a ton to say about it that we didn't talk about on the show, but it's just like, it's like way to not learn the lesson from doing it right. I guess the first time I still haven't seen the, uh, the Halloween 2019 or whatever the reboot was. You should watch it. It's still good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'll pass. No, it's not bad. I've seen enough Halloween movies. Wait, we did Halloween kills on the show. Yeah. We yeah. Did. Oh, we, fuck. We totally did. <laughs> okay. I, blanked I that forget out of my why. I w- was it just because it was Halloween that week? I think. I so. think so. Yeah, I think mm. I brought it up because it was like we literally were recording on Halloween, and I was like, "Let's fucking watch Halloween Kills," and I had already <sighs> seen it, so I knew it was going to be bad. So I watched it twice for y'all. Ugh, I completely well, you're forgot. An I- idiot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so when next category, guys. No, 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 we no still we got, I, we've got number ones. I've oh, got, got number one. ones. Oh yeah, I have number ones. Uh, go, 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 Sean. Uh, my number one is M Night Shyamalan's Old. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was a hard time not putting that on the list. It that was like one of the worst. Bumped. Really, yeah. that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, well, no, 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 that got bumped. Oh, to a different my... category. Got so, you. Okay. Yes. So pause, real quick. I had the hardest time with the top three uh, movie, the podcast movies this year, and old is, like, right on the cusp. 
But yeah. like we watched so many bad movies this year. Well, there were some there were some movies I just didn't count, like fucking a uh, land shark or whatever, because it's <laughs> right, not really a movie. Right. And like, like uh, that's obviously the worst thing we watched. Right? This year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. not like people made that on less of a budget than I spend on lunch in a week. Right. right. Like this was a movie by somebody that like ostensibly knows how to make movies, and like it just his movies haven't gotten any better. They've and only worse. You know, like Split wasn't terrible for him. Yeah, but then you know? Glass. Remember how yeah. bad Glass? Yeah, no. Was? Oh, I remember. Um, <laughs> it's got like a nonsense plot. Like it's it's again uh, another movie that's uh, wholly dependent on a twist, but the twist makes zero sense. Um, the acting is all bad. Like nobody's good in it. It feels like incredibly long. Although I think it's only like eighty minutes. And like it's all Jason Blum's fault, or however you pronounce that guy's name. He keeps giving him money to. Do. I don't know, man. Like I don't know who the audience for this movie was. Like I can't believe that M Night Shyamalan thinks in his heart that that's like a good movie, but who knows? Yeah, it was a fucking disaster, like from top to bottom. And then I read, you know, I think I talked about it on the show, but I read like I didn't read the source material, but I read like an overview of the source material and all the shit that that was bad about the movie. He added. So like yeah. he, he could have just done a straight like translation or whatever or a, a adaptation and it would have been fine. But like, I guess that wasn't spicy enough for him. So he added all the dumb bullshit that we hated, like. What yeah, was the like name I, of the rapper, the rapper had some uh, mid-sized sedan. Mid-sized sedan. That's right. Yeah, legitimately, like, like with no hyperbole. And I know I say this for every movie we watch, but it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I, I think I watched it like three sittings. Yeah, it's it's bad, dude. All right, anybody else? Uh, I got my I my number one. Oh, and then Alex got to do his. Alex, do yours. My number one is Cosmic Sin. Didn't that, watch more, it. More also that. got bumped. More about that later. I, yeah. I, have, I have that on a certain other list. Yeah, that movie sucked. It was so bad. Like, yeah. When you're still, like, I, I can't remember any of the names. Aside from Bruce Willis, like, I know it had a few actors in it. It had Lana. It had Lana. She's yeah. fucking awful. Was Grillo it in had, that, too? Frank Grillo. Grillo was in yeah, it for, like, Grillo. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, he's in that. And, uh... Yeah, the movie just sucks. Like it's the it's the epitome of Bruce Willis's career now. Let me ask you like, a question. Like just disinterested, could not give a fuck. Is which is worse, Alec? Cosmic Sin or that Nick Cage film Jiu-Jitsu? Which is worse? Um they were both real bad. Both Cosmic Frank Cosmic, <laughs> Cosmic Sin was worse. Yeah. <laughs> like Jiu-Jitsu I always paid attention to at least to like it had the makings of something I was trying to follow. Cosmic right. Sin, like, I'm pretty sure there were, like, five-minute chunks I just skipped. Like, literally hit, like, go for fast forward on the TV for, like, five minutes and then start it again. Remember the part where they just dropped out of space and fell to the planet? Yeah, and they were fine. <laughs> they were fine. Yeah, that movie's, that movie's trash. Like, it's beyond trash. Agreed. And it looked cheap. It looked like they were all wearing like painted lacrosse pads as their it, uniforms. It was cheap. <laughs> I mean, that's mm. why it looked cheap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else has a number one? I I have a number one. Okay. Which is God. which I've alluded to already. Which is Matrix Revolutions. Oof. Uh, and or, no Resurrection. Excuse Resurrection. Me. Yeah. Uh, Awful. It's just 
I, it's so it's so very very bad, and it just keeps it. It's like you. It was like me playing like rec basketball, and here's what I mean: like all you had to do was just make a layup, and it would have been okay. <laughs> and you couldn't even pull that off. Like this is just. It's the, the there's some interesting they're like there's some stuff that they allude to that could have been interesting like spoilers for Matrix Resurrection like between the the Neo's been gone for sixty years or whatever he got rebuilt or whatever and they had a rebuilding party like he was an AR but like there's a there's a there's a robot civil war that happens because there's an energy crisis from all the freed humans. So and I'm like, Oh, that's fucking cool. So real quick. Cause I forgot all about this, but in the matrix two, the, that guy that's like ergo vis-a-vis yeah. blah, 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 that, the Merovigian or whatever. No, no the, the architect, architect. The, architect he, yeah. the architect states that basically the matrix and Neo himself, has, he, the Neo has done this shit like a million times and they've just constantly rebooted the matrix over and over and over again. Right. That was the whole point at the end of the second one. And this movie contradicts all of that and basically acts like the only movies that ever happened were one and three, which is really strange. And I forgot all about matrix two until somebody brought it up. I'm like, Oh yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Do you want to hear my uh, quick pitch for matrix four? Go Please, it like, couldn't be any worse than been. what they did. Okay, so it's uh, I'll make this as quick as possible. I was talking about it at work. It just kind of came to me. Um, so it's it's like you, you follow up with this old Neo, right? And blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can start out however this movie starts out. But then, like, he just starts... He stops and looks at something, and he starts blinking. And he starts blinking, and then it's, like, cross-cuts to a sentinel with, like, six eyes that's blinking, and you find out that the real Matrix... Was it the the humans figured out that the machines were starting to become self-aware and locked them into a program thinking they won this war to keep them compliant? And all the shit they've been doing in the Matrix is just like their normal mining shit because like, wouldn't it be way easier to program a fake reality into a robot than in a person? I like that a lot. But what's the rest of the movie? I don't know. Jacking off. <laughs> you got to figure out the rest of the movie. Yeah. That's almost like the end of the movie, but I like it a lot. Yeah. Way more creative than what they did. Yeah, this movie was that dumb, and it was bad. I hated it. And it, and looked, I was, Gox, and they, it spent, they spent a hundred and ninety million on this yeah. cheap-looking movie. You yeah, and and it's another. It's another one where the trailer was just through the roof. And the I, was, I watched that trailer are, on heavy repeat. The action scenes are bad too. Like at least in a Matrix movie, even in like the second and third one, like as bad as those movies were, there were some cool action moments. Like yeah. in the second one, you had the highway with the motorcycle and all that shit, which the, they uh, which they ripped off into one of the. Like I started reading some stuff recently where it was like I guess uh, Lana Wachowski was told we're going to make this movie with you or without you, so it might have just been like she made it under duress, which is uh, not which how is you basically make this the movie. plot of this movie because yeah, in the movie Neo is forced. Neo is a Thomas Anderson is a game programmer who made three Matrix games. And his boss comes to him and says, we're going to make Matrix 4 the game with or without you. So maybe that was it. Uh, Sean, you're gonna love it because everything is fucking uh, meta hypertext. Like it's, it's not. Yeah, it's. I've read a lot of people say, "Oh, it's clever" because they're like, it's a statement against like what you know the movie industry is. Yeah, oh, it's it like, would be clever. Is it like it super it's a liminal? statement against? It's the statement against the movie itself. Yeah, it's, it's like, like super weird. And it's also well, that's like, kind of brilliant. Then if it, that's what it actually is, but it's also well, not maybe. Like, clever. It's like screaming in your face. Like if it's, hey, join like, the navy. 
Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's hyper It's super liminal. <laughs> All, right, All right. Uh, let's keep going. All right. So let's, now we're to the let's do the bottom movie, the podcast movies. Then we'll do the top movie, the podcast. Or, or, or then we'll, we'll do some filler. Then we'll do the tops. Well, these so bottom, bottom ones, let's just go through and name all of them. Because okay, I bet you I'm gonna bet there's a bunch of overlap. Well, I don't have right, any overlap do... in my 2021 movies and movie the podcast movies on purpose. Well, no, I just meant between each other. Oh, okay. All right, um, I'm gonna start then. Also, yeah, TJ, what are okay. TJ? What are your bottom three? Just give my them bottom up. three are Command Performance, Omen mm. Three, and Cosmic Sin. Ah, okay, so I had Omen Three on my list. That movie uh, sucked. President yeah. Evil. Also, also, Omen Three will show up uh, later on in a different category. Huh. All right. What? What did? How about? Okay. How about? How, give me your bottom three. My bottom three were Omen Three, Kindergarten Cop Two, and oh, Jaws. Jaws Four. Dude, All right. Because you know what? We don't really need to dig into it because people just go to these episodes and listen to yeah. it. Sean, yeah. Sean, what do you? What do you uh, my bottom uh, three are Get Carter. Army of oh, the Dead yeah. and oh, Omen yeah. Three. <laughs> okay, so oh, my my bottom three were Kindergarten Cop Two, uh, Old, and Cosmic Sin, and I pulled Old and Cosmic Sin off of the 2021 list and let them reside here. Yeah. Uh, let's do uh, let's, let's surpri- surprises and disappointments. Yeah, so all those movies sucked, and you guys can go listen to a shit all over them later. But they are fucking dog shit terrible. Uh, okay. Su- what's your biggest surprise, Sean? Uh, draft day. Was yes. anyone's not draft day? Mine is, mine, draft day. mine is not draft day. <laughs> mine is mine is also draft day. I was just yeah. shocked. Draft day was one, draft day was a runner up. Draft day was shockingly good. On paper, there's nothing I should like about draft day. It's about the Browns. It's got Kevin Costner in it, and it's like a football front office movie that I wouldn't have thought that I would give a shit about, and yet I was captivated. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Um, okay. My uh, my biggest my biggest surprise was uh, the Snyder cut. Oh yeah, that it was yeah. way be- way it, it wasn't great, but it was way better than I expected it to be. Another movie I keep seeing on people's top ten lists of the year, and I'm like, that's insane. Really? Like, yeah, I, it doesn't I, it doesn't it doesn't belong there, but it was definitely it was enjoyable, a lot of fun. It's it the top lot- ten DC movies in the it, last. It was a lot better years. than the regular cut, and the last yeah. forty-five minutes are fun. Like I still have a, a very big problem with its runtime. Like, I mean, I, it would be in my top ten if I only saw four movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right so uh, biggest biggest disappointment. Oh, I, I haven't gone. My biggest oh, yeah, TJ. Right. I thought you said big surprise. No, that was that was Gogs and. Uh, my biggest surprise was these final hours because I'd never heard of it before and I really enjoyed oh. the movie quite oh. I thought it was very good. Nice. I'm glad you liked it. I really it enjoyed it. Super, and I, super dark, apocalyptic movie. Well, it's just one of those <laughs> movies, too, that if it wasn't brought up on the show, I doubt I would have ever seen it because I'd never heard of it. It's like kind of indie. It's Australian. Like, I guarantee, like, I probably would have never come across it. And I really liked it. It was, like, really strong acting, like, good performances, like... Uh, kind of what we like on the show the most where it's like you make the most out of like your little budget like they made that movie feel like that movie to me that movie has like it's a higher production value or at least just by looking at it than the fucking Matrix 4 and I again the Matrix 4 cost 190 million dollars and these final hours probably cost like a hundred bucks like it, it yeah. was just really good and I really liked it and I liked 
I mean, I like the dour ending of the whole thing. I, I really enjoyed it. And again, like it's one of those movies that I appreciate the most because I would have never watched it if not for the show. And I loved it. I thought it was great. So I'm always be- happy when I can bring movies yeah. that nobody else has seen instead of the other way around. Yeah, it was, usually, a, it was a good pull, dude. I really liked it. That movie was outstanding. I actually missed that one. You should go back and watch. It's on the. It's still on the Plex. I, I highly recommend you check it out. It was very good. Because Al, you'd seen it. You'd seen it. Yeah, he, he what, talked about it on the show before. Yeah, I had seen it a long time ago, like years ago on Netflix or something. Yeah, very good pick. Very good choice. Uh, excellent film. Hundred percent agree. All right, is that everyone's surprises? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Sean, what was your biggest disappointment? Uh, I think I'm, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but my biggest disappointment was Marshall. Oh. Well, like, yeah, I thought it was a very yeah. bland boilerplate biopic in a movie with an actor that deserved better, especially being in, like, several of those bland uh, boilerplate biopics in a row between uh, Jackie the 42 and that and um, the James Brown movie. Is it called Get On Up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a bad movie, but like it, again, it felt like it was written by white liberals that have nothing important to say. Well, that scene where like all of the prominent like black civil rights leaders yeah. are at like a bar together was a little much. I'm yeah, telling again, you, not- that's how it was. Together, it's like the black civil night, rights. Was it called Avengers One Night in show. Miami? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They all, all the black civil rights leaders always all hung out together. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm the black counterculture figure at this party. Oh, I'm so oh, my bad. Shit, That's sorry, whack. Brother. You do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Is that another, yeah. not another teen movie reference? Yeah. yeah. Or uh, yeah, not yeah. <laughs> that oh, movie sorry. Rules, oh, by the way. Man, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Well, that's a great movie. <laughs> uh, Alec, biggest disappointment. Uh, my biggest disappointment when I was going back through the list was uh, Red Tails. Yeah, like I didn't watch it. It was the, not good. The trailer, the trailer looked fun. Like the level of actors in that is not commensurate to the final product. But when you learn that George Lucas had a heavy hand involved, that explains a lot. And like, I, I, I didn't we know, edited I, the I had, whole movie. Yeah, I had no idea Lucas had anything to do with it. I don't think yeah. until after I picked it. But like. Like what seems like some of the hardest things to get, which were like the the dog fighting and stuff like that, like looks excellent. Yeah, that was cool. But then he can't get like any kind of interaction between people that's realistic. Like yeah. nobody in that movie acts like humans act. And knowing that he like edited the hell out of it, like you wonder if there was a better movie in there before he got involved. Like I feel like there was. Because, like, yeah. there was a lot of good stuff in that movie, like you said. Like, I thought some of the performances were pretty solid, but, like, it was just very disjointed. And, like, I remember that one guy that was, like, he was an alcoholic and it was supposed to affect his flying, but it never really the did. main character of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one guy. <laughs> but, but, like, like another pro- problem with the movie is that, like when they're flying and they all have the masks on and like the full headgear, it's almost, it's like kind of like, uh, at least in top gun, they had their names written on right. their, yeah. Yeah, yeah. on their things. So you knew who they were. Like all you see is a helmet and a mask. You can't tell who's a, a, who. 
a thing they do in anime a lot when they do that is they color code all of the fucking the cockpits and like they they that's the way they just they, they, I mean that makes sense just like Ninja need, Turtles like everything yeah. Michelangelo yeah, owned was from. orange you need to yeah. distinguish what you're looking at because they all look so similar like it makes sense like it's something that it's something that a better filmmaker would have seen me like wait a minute like this doesn't yeah. really work and like some of them had like the names of the planes written on the outside but you're not seeing the outside. You're they're zooming in on the character in the cockpit. Yeah. Um, TJ, please pick um, a white movie because this list is going to make it sound like we're just disappointed oh, in black this people. Is, this is probably the whitest movie. I picked Omen Three because the movie starts out so fucking hard. You're like, yeah. this is going to fucking rock. It starts out with this like, it like. I don't know, like a premier or no, he's like a senator or something. And he like premier. He, oh, I, I thought, thought he was like no, he's the he's the he's the he European um, or something. He's an ambassador. He's like the, the ambassador. But he like he like makes this goddamn Ruth Goldberg machine to like kill himself, and it's amazing. Rude, Rube's sister, Ruth. Yeah, Ruth Goldberg. Ruth Bader Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, it's a he. She makes a or he makes a Bill Goldberg machine to kill himself. It's fucking Spears awesome. The first like five minutes of this movie, you're like, "Oh, this is gonna fucking rock," and then it's like the most boring shit I've ever. Also, fucking... like President Devil. I know he's not the president. I Seems know. like a pretty uh, much a layup premise. I, I think also uh, the movie was disappointed because Sean and I both assumed that he was just the president in this movie by the cover art, and he is not the president. He's not even close to the president. And Sean's title of President De- like I really want Sean to write President Devil, to be honest. Though nowadays, it's like too close to just being accurate. So it's, yeah. well, The movie also has a, a, a cameo by uh, the actual Christ. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> think about this. This is the craziest thing about this fucking movie, right? You have a guy <laughs> that kills himself in like the most gruesome way possible in like the first two minutes. Then you have like fucking honest to goodness like Catholic ninjas that are like going to assassinate the the Antichrist, and then you have the literal, literally Jesus Christ shows up in the movie to fight Damon, and it's still the most boring thing I've ever seen, and a whole lot of infanticide too, like a lot of it. Like yeah, it's... and 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 there's a scene that implies that like Damon doesn't like regular sex, and he like turns her over and fucks her in the ass. Remember yeah. that part? Like yeah. all these things happen. This like. I say this with about Gogs. Gog says this a lot of he watches a lot of terrible movies, but the way he describes it, you're like, but that sounds pretty awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you broke down the parts of, of Omen 3, you're like, that sounds pretty good. And then you watch it and you're like, oh my god. Like it was so like, it's the first movie that we've watched on the show that legit put me to sleep that I had to like stop and rewatch a couple of times. O- Omen three is a poor man's end of days. It was so yes, well, end of days is great. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so yeah, that was my biggest disappointment. I don't think I've ever been so hyped up in the beginning because it was like, oh my god, this fucking suicide is ridiculous, and then oh no, oh, it's it's uh, sponsored by the letter O, as in oh no, oh, potatoes, no. <laughs> not the letter uh, letter the letter T, like oh boy, turnips. <laughs> anyway, uh, next category, please. Oh wait, I got to do my biggest disappointment. Oh, my life, which was which was that nice. It was Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. You were excited oh. for that movie. I thought it was going to be cool. Oh, and like you were wrong, sir. and I was wrong. Like it opened kind of fun. It opened kind of fun, like with the weird montage and all the shit. The, and the opening montage should have been the entire movie, right? 
right. I was like, yeah. okay, we're starting here. Let's see where the rest of this goes. And then it just didn't. So, they, you know, Army of the Dead, you blew it. Thanks a lot, Zack Snyder. We've established that your movies aren't aren't stellar. Uh, movie, should we do Lane Camps and Boys, and then we can end with our top three movies? Yeah. Let's All do right. a, let's do Lang yeah Lang and Camps. All right, uh, I'll go first because yeah, just go do- just. Just go okay. through all. Don't okay. don't no round robin. Just go through all all okay. three years. My in the three slot is a is a twofer. It's Catalina Dennis and Aisha I- Issa. Uh, also on the, my list for Brick the Mansions. Two ladies from Brick Mansions. Yeah, both um, right, but yeah. I'm giving them as a as a, God, as a that, package deal. A shitty movie. Oh yeah. Rizzo uh, number t- number two is Rosario Dawson from He Got Game. And, oh, uh, yeah. Forgot all and, about her. And number one, number which, one. which is a sleeper hit for me, I uh, didn't see this one coming, was Diane Lane from Streets on Fire. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Yeah, very good. I also have Streets on Fire, but not her. Oh. Uh, TJ. Uh, my three are Lola Bunny from Space Jam. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> two, yep. two Lana from Cosmic Sin. I think I'm really Granny from Space Jam. And number one is Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, because of course from, oh my from God. Final Destination three. Yeah. Christ. I have to, sorry. Come on. Oh, you simp. I love her so much. Maybe she listens to the podcast. Oh, yeah, maybe sure. she's oh. tired of, maybe she's tired of you and McGregor's good looks and huge penis. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, those things would wear you out. Like eventually you get Well maybe literally. Maybe yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> Maybe she's ready for a poor, ugly, small penis man with yeah. the podcast listen to. It's like a palate cleanser. It's like having some yeah. sorbet between courses. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Alec. Uh, my number three is Glenn Headley from Dick oh, Tracy yeah. and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That's right. She was a twofer. That's right. Yeah. Tess Trueheart. Mm. Um, my number two R.I.P. is... If I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, my number two is uh, Gal Gadot from Red Notice. Mm. Yeah, she's pretty hot in that. Um, and my number one is Lola Bunny from Hell Space Yeah, that's, that's right. Lola Bunny got a lot of love tonight. Damn right. Oh, that movie slaps. Not Lola Bunny from the goddamn LeBron where they made her all frumpy and bisexual. <laughs> Original. OG. <laughs> I'm glad Sean liked that joke. <laughs> All she do is eat chip. <laughs> eat hot chip. Eat, eat hot chip and lie. <laughs> Sean. Uh, my number three is uh, Aisha Issa. Uh, my number two is Amy Madigan, who played the sidekick in Streets of Fire. I knew you'd like her. Uh, did yeah, a lot. Was, and my number one great. was uh, Carrie Ann Moss in Memento. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Carrie Ann Moss. That's, that's a good pick. Very good. She's great in that movie too. Yeah, I got movie. I got an honorable mention was the the like commando chick from Army of the Dead. She almost made it onto my list with her severe haircut oh, and hand grenades. You talking about the oh the blonde one? Yeah. Oh yeah, she was gorgeous. She's no Lola Bunny, but <laughs> no Lola Bunny. I mean, if, if you're gonna start comparing real women to fictional women, the the real women are always going to lose. I mean, yeah, Lola Bunny. L- Lola Bunny literally created. Like a new sexual fetish in the world, yeah, oh, yeah. and <laughs> like, also like, oh yeah, inspired the alt right by accident. Yeah, <laughs> some of the best, <laughs> some of the best cosplay. Way. Yeah, 
Uh, all right, okay, top so- top three boys, Alec. Oh, uh, number three, Chadwick Boseman, Message from the King. Uh, mm. Pinned, also my number three. He's just my number one. From that? No, from his whole month. Just all things. I just oh. give Chadwick the nod for the but month. Message, message from the King is also my number three. Uh, anybody abs- else? Is- got a- uh, that's my number three movie. Mm. That's what we're talking about. Oh, I no, thought no, we were talking about, about boys. Oh, weasels. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's my number three weasel. Sorry, number three weasel. Um, my number two weasel is Hulk Hogan from Suburban Commando. Yeah. Uh, you can't get much more weaselly than that, unless you are Gerard Butler from Three Hundred, which is my number one weasel. <laughs> no, because I there's nobody in the history of movies has been more weaselly than Gerard Butler in Three Hundred. That is correct. Uh, that is correct. That's also mine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hmm. Uh, Sean. I didn't have a boy list, but like I'm pretty much tagged up. Hey, give me Chadwick Boseman for Message from the King. Give me Michael Fassbender in 300. And give me Gerard Butler in 300. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, Gogs, did you do yours? I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, That's I, uh, am I, am I, so I did mine more on like, I don't know, body of work than actually <clears throat> body of man. You're so, but, uh, you're so highbrow. But I we, went, we don't, uh, we don't Dolph, do lifetime achievement awards for physiques, yeah. Gogs. <laughs> Dolph, Dolph Lundgren for Rocky IV. Uh, Dave Batista for Army of the Dead. How did I and, not know the fucking Dave? Just fuck him, man. I God love damn. Him. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then Chad I mean, yeah, like in the number one slot. I wish. You love, uh, I, you love Dave Batista more than any person in the like, more, more than, than Dave, Dave Batista, Batista loves Dave Batista. <laughs> uh, mine are Dolph Lundgren from Rocky Four and Command Performance. Um, he still kind of beefy. In he's, I mean, when is he not beefy? Yeah. Uh, and then I'm gonna echo. I mean, really, I just like one and two is just the movie Three Hundred. <laughs> it's like everyone, even the fucking weird mutant guy, is jacked. You know what I mean? Like, even he's got <laughs> muscles. Like, it's Fassbender, it's Gerard Butler, like, it's the old, like, even the old men in that, the guy that plays, like, Night Owl and Watchmen is kind of beefy. Like, oh, every, about Jack Lincoln? Everyone is fucking huge in that movie. Like, that movie is, like, HGH like, put to film. Like, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. 300 the gas. gets one and two, basically. Alright, All right, so now we're top three movie the podcast movies. Yes. Uh, in the number three slot, Sean. Uh, I tried to again. I tried to not bring like a lot of like movies that I like. There's no you know blood simples not on here. Shit that like I know is are like masterpieces. So I did the uh, same thing. Yeah, my number three is Message from the King, which is a movie Alec had seen, I think, but uh, none of the rest of us had. And that's also pinned. That's my number three as well. That's pinned okay. in my number two. Alec, uh, it's an honorable mention. Ah, uh, you didn't even vote for your own kid. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's a very like a, a to B movie, which I love. It's kind of an exploitation movie, which I love. Chadwick Boseman, like, like I'm discovering more and more how much I like that dude. Yeah, and he's, he's playing like super against type in the movie. Uh, I think that's part of the reason I love it so much is like it's so much, it's so refreshing when we've seen some like of his other work from that era, like I, I mentioned earlier. Yeah, like it. it it's not shy about anything. You know what I mean? Like it is a very like brutal low to mid budget movie. And like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that movie at all. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I, uh, I mean, 
So I guess my number three pick uh, for top movies was where'd you go? Lost my damn thing. Uh, Streets on Fire. So I did the same pinned, thing. I picked number pinned. two. Like, so yeah, like so just to say, like there was other. So I going through my list. I actually had. I looked at my old score of the scores of this year. I had one, two, three, four, five, six. I had seven nines, one ten. I gave out no threes this year. Um, but of like those nines, I was trying to figure out what was the best one. So I, I picked stuff that I didn't like. I know I love Memento, Chinatown, and Three Hundred. Yeah, yeah. Like so, stuff that I hadn't seen before. Streets on Fire. So I guess pinned. Okay. Um, Alec. Uh, my number three was the Suicide Squad. That's a good. Yep. Pick. Yeah. Another yeah, wonderful. Um DC's first certified banger. Agreed. Um at least from the uh, DC EU. Uh everybody's so good in that. Uh John Cena is great in it. Uh Idris Elba's great. Everybody's great in it. The whole cast yeah. is really good. Stallone Peacemaker, is uh Peacemaker is starting soon, right? A couple might weeks. be tonight or tomorrow. Oh, shit. It's this month, yeah. Um yeah, man, that movie just like it was everything that like DC needed in a movie, but it, it had to be James Gunn to do it. Like, unless they can get him back or somebody like that, it's going to slip right back into the Zack Snyder yeah. kaleidoscope of or uh, scope of dark, brooding, angry, everything. Too serious, um, like bullshit. Yeah. Um, but man, I loved that movie. I loved everybody in it. I loved the whole thing. David uh, Dal Dalstamation. Yeah, he was whatever. Great. He's so good. And like, the more stuff I see him in, the more I'm like, this guy, like, eventually could be like one of the best character actors like that we have. Well, he's like, like going so back to good the, in everything. To Dune, he was Piter that Goggs was talking about. That's Piter DeFreeze or whatever. How do you say his fucking name? Pirate of Reese, yeah. He's 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 wonderful in whatever he shows up in. And he's in Blade Runner for five minutes. He's yeah. in yeah. 2049. And he's is in he not Dark- also Mulholland Drive? Like in the uh, di- behind the diner? Is that the same guy? No, you're guy thinking of like a him? different guy. That guy, that guy, I know who the guy you're talking about. That guy, that is a different guy. That guy oh, is, okay. the guy you're talking about has that really funny line in Ghost World where the guy's looking for eight and a half and he's like, he's like, I found nine and a half weeks. That's in our erotic yeah, yeah. dramas. Okay. And that's the same. <laughs> um, but yeah. The Suicide Squad is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Sean. Um, you already go? I can't remember. I, I did my number three. It was a message from the king. Did everybody do number three? Yeah, my my number three is Message from the King, and I have nothing to add to Sean's thing. I fucking loved it. I'm glad we watched it on the show. It was like a very, it's a very like, like me kind of movie, and it's another like like I said earlier about these final hours movie. I totally missed and probably wouldn't have watched. Like not because I have any. It's yeah, you know what I mean. Like I I feel like with a lot of movies, like if I just forget if they're not like in my face, I forget about them, and then I just never return. Especially like. On Netflix. Netflix movies, yeah, absolutely. Because they, they hype up stuff for like a week, and then it's whatever's next. And then it's gone. And whatever and it, they've hyped up is just buried in their algorithm. So like Prime, I feel like they, on their interface, like their stuff from the past six months is all very prevalent. But Netflix is like, oh, you didn't watch it this week? Fuck you. Here's what's next. 
Yeah, they just go find it if, the you, if you want to remember, or you better have added it to your list because you're never going to see it again. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I think I've talked about the movie a million times, but like, one of their first originals is like Beast of No Nation, and like, good luck f- even finding it. Like, if you didn't know the name of that movie, like, good luck finding it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's, um, so, I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix, but like, who knows? I mean, it's an original, so I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah why would they take it off? Um, number twos. Everybody did three, right? Yeah, everybody right. did yeah. three. My number two is Suburban Commando. Yes, hell yeah! <laughs> Which was an absolute fucking blast. We did have a lot of fun watching it, that. Movie. It was a gem. <laughs> I think we watched that the same night we watched Kong vs. Godzilla, and one was very good, and one was not. Um, but man, that movie is, a, is fucking tremendous. It's Hulk, a- Hulk's time, comedic timing in that <laughs> is just like so good, because he's just like, I feel like he almost didn't know he was in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were yeah. just like, yeah, Hulk, put on, this, put on this space suit and just walk that way and do stuff. And he's like, okay, brother. <laughs> they start going, and they were just filming him, just like, yeah, we'll put this in the put this in the movie. Christopher Lloyd is really good at it. I can't remember who plays his wife. It's uh, oh, Shelley, is it uh, it's Olive Oil? Yeah, yeah, Duvall. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and it's also name? like a very horny movie. Oh, it's yeah, horny. yes. What's his name? Is his asshole boss? Uh, oh, um, shit, I can't think of his name. He's Larry Miller. Fun. Yeah, yeah, Larry, no, Miller. Yeah, yeah. Larry Miller. Yeah, he's just a prick in everything he is. The Undertaker is the villain, or one of the villains. <laughs> With his oh, baby this voice. This movie is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, his baby. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, Ramsey. <laughs> Chef oh, Ramsey. That movie's so fucking good. It's such a blast, and it like they can't they can't make movies like that anymore because they either make them too, like, wink-wink, nod-nod, or too serious. Yeah. Like, they it, don't just make stupid, absurd movies like that anymore that are just, like, fun. Like, everything's got to be, like, ironic or dead-ass serious. Do you remember, like, the plot conceit that, like, Christopher Lloyd's always late to work if he misses that one light? And then it's, like, mm-hmm. the Indy 500. Like, it's shit that's just, like, <laughs> what? Like, you- the people don't do enough cocaine is why you can't get a movie written like that anymore because it's just like absurd like it's like Looney Tunes yeah um Sean uh my number two is Jet Li's The One I don't oh, make yeah. my life that's an honorable yeah, mention for me dude it's talk great. about a, another good time man it's might be my favorite Jet Li performance just cause he's like going for it and nobody's telling him to stop like dude. He's the movie motorcycles is, around. And, oh yeah, it's like fun on its own for all that stupid shit. But like, besides the mist, it might be a movie that the last two minutes redeems more than any other movie I've ever seen. When he goes to fucking Seleucus Secundus to fight, <laughs> yeah, like, every prisoner the in the multiverse. Yeah, yeah and he's like, "You now you woo lost bitch." Like I fucking love that shit, man. Like yeah, that movie does not take itself seriously didn't, at didn't all. That guy direct. One of the Final Destination movies that we watched. Yeah, he directed the Mary Elizabeth. He directed the first one Great. and the Mary Elizabeth Winstead oh, one. Man. <laughs> that guy yeah, fell he off. He fell off. Man. 
Yeah. But yeah, it's like fucking uh, TJ will appreciate this and maybe Gogs. I'm not sure. It's like mm. the fight scenes are like from the Yakuza games where people are hitting each other with motorcycles <laughs> and fucking yeah. like just like, like street just... signs and shit. Like uh, just and whatever's like the, around. The time travel conceit is not as bad as it is in a lot of movies. Uh, I'm looking at you, Tomorrow War. Like it yeah. works well enough. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I fucking love that movie. Uh, it's it's just a blast. Like, I can't, like, I can't be mad at it. It's like a rambunctious dog. Yeah. <laughs> that, that movie kicked ass. It was so much fun. That movie yeah. was a fucking blast. And you had that weird cameo by the American movie guys talking about 90s porn, which was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're talking about, like, Janine, and they're like, I wish Janine would do guys. It was like, what the fuck is this movie? God damn, that movie's cool. Yeah, right. Uh, Gogs, what's your two? My two. I'm trying to figure out how this all works with stuff that's been tabled or not. So, my. My three was Streets on Fire, but I hear we're going to talk about that again, yeah. right? It's also yeah, called like, Streets of Fire. Eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's why it's in the three slot. Um, <laughs> my number two was Message from the King, which we already Hell talked yeah. about. That movie fucking slaps. Um, who still needs to give their number two? Uh, my number two is Streets of Fire. So, okay, so well, let's well, my number one. Let's just you want to just talk about it real quick? Yeah, yeah. we just talk. Yeah. Rockabilly Alex, is it on your list? Samurai. No, it's not. Okay. It would have been. Uh, it was. I got like a couple of honorable mentions that I'll mention after the fact, and that would have been one of them. Yeah. Now this is a movie that I have seen before, but like I haven't seen it a million times, and like it's just such a singular thing, and it's like again like a very A to B kind of genre movie. Yeah. But it's the genre is musical noir, which makes no sense. It's fucking yeah. absurd. Like Bananas. everything, it's so fucking absurd. The movie and the, the the music slaps. Like it's done on like a set, but like you don't care. Like yeah. it's just oh, it's so good. It's a movie that should not have been made. Like no, nobody absolutely... should have like read that script and be like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Like <laughs> conceptually, it's just bonkers. And like the point of like. Why anyone does anything doesn't make a whole ton of sense, but it doesn't really matter because it's just a fun ride the whole time. The lead yeah. guy people are get, is people like, getting kidnapped at their concerts by yeah. a biker gang led by Willem Dafoe. And yeah, then, he's got like a sublime yet terrible at the same time performance, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, the yeah. lead actor, the lead actor is like really bad, but also like perfect for the role. Like it's really strange. It's like he's so bad that you think he's doing a parody of that kind of acting, but it's really that. Just that's all he can pull off. It's, <laughs> it's it's like perfect. It's I don't know. It's such an interesting movie that you you'll never see again. And it didn't you, wait? Was it you? Or who was done? Was it Sean? That that's basically it's kind of like the basis of Streets of Rage. Yeah, I th- yeah that was a big ins- it was a big inspiration on Streets of Rage. But yeah. Um. So there we. So that's okay. So we talked about Streets of Fire. We talked. Of fire, we talked about message of the king. Yeah, those are my two and threes. Does anyone still have a? Does anyone still have a two? No, my whole list is done now. Okay, well then I guess TJ, which number one? Two? Oh, oh, you yeah. already did your two. Yeah, I already did my two. Uh, my number one is Chinatown. Um, it's a perfect movie, and I I fucking love it. I I I I didn't really follow the rules like you guys had because I I've seen it before, but like it wasn't a rule. Uh, I mean, watching it again, like, it's, it's like, pretty goddamn close to, like, a perfect film. Like, I, I fucking loved it. And 
I don't know. It, it's one of those movies that, like, I don't think I'm going to dislike it, like, ever. Like, as much as there's, there's obviously a lot of a lot of shit around the movie with Roman yeah. Blanthi and all. And I'm not I'm not discrediting any of that stuff, but like as a film, like it's it just doesn't get much better than that movie. Like Jack Nicholson is amazing. The writing is like airtight. The direction is really good. The music is really good. The performances by everybody else that isn't Jack Nicholson is really good. Like the VFX are really good for like the limited times you get to see him talking about Jack Nicholson's like gross ass nose cut and like that stuff. It's 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 just fucking great. Like, it's just a really, really good movie. And, uh, I fucking love it. So yeah, that's my number one movie that we watched this year. Uh, Gogs, did you do your number one? Who hasn't done number one? I need to do my number one was, so I did, I did fuck my own rules, like by, because my number one was the only movie I gave a 10 to this entire year, which was Rocky four. Uh, I've seen it a ton of times, and I still love it. I mean, I think we all know how much we love Rocky. Have you watched the director's cut that I put on the Plex yet? I have No. Neither one of you have watched it. No. How is it? I haven't watched it either. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Like, I want to see it just for posterity's sake, but if it's like it purposely takes out all the weirdness, then I don't know if I'll like it as much. I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah, I don't know if I want to ruin it or taint it, but I, yeah, yeah, Rocky Force, it's just, it's, it's like insanely, like just overly, like overtly patriotic and like it's propaganda and it's got like the best performance by Carl Weathers of his entire career and it's marvelous. So I still love it. It's the only 10 I gave out all this entire, this season of movie, the podcast is my only 10. Um, Sean. All right, my list is done already. Oh, you're done. Okay. Yeah. 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 I had a message from the King, the one and streets on streets of fire. So who who needs to do number one, Alec? Number. Yes. Number one of all time. (laughs) Uh, My number one is Dick Tracy. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, hell yeah. That movie is so fucking good. I loved it so much, and I'm really glad that I still loved it, because I loved it as a kid. It probably might have been the first movie I saw, like, multiple times in the theater. That or Hook. Um, Love Hook. And now Hook's also your favorite wrestler. I don't get that. Oh, oh you haven't been watching AEW? I haven't watched any wrestling. Oh. Um, I'm kind of burned out on it. I can understand that. Um, but yeah, man, Dick Tracy, that movie is all those like golems with all the fucking like <laughs> putty and shit on their faces. Yeah, they're horrific. It is <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, Warren Beatty is in- incredible in it. Like, he is the like Ubermensch. At one point, he punches nine people at once and knocks them all to the ground. Yeah. Like, it is insane. The color palette is bonkers, and it looks so fucking good. The, like, art design and the backgrounds, like, the painted backgrounds look awesome. Um, Al Pacino, like, eating, like, literally eating the scenery. Yeah. As he, as he's in every, every, scene that he's in literally just like screaming like this i don't know this might have yes. been one of the first like really screamy al pacino performances oh, yeah. where he just yells and now that's like all he does yeah 
But also speaking of eating, it also has the filthiest like, uh, joke I've ever heard in my life. In a movie. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to talk about the beginning where that dude's like sucking oh, on the oh, like, lips. Yeah. Lips manless. Uh, lips no, I'm talking manless. about when Breathless Mahoney has uh, a he's got I got a nice peach, but you better eat it before it starts running down my leg or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like man, that movie. Slow down, redditor. Jesus, that movie's <laughs> fucking good. I would love to see Warren Beatty make another one. Like, I want him to be Dick Tracy again now when he's like 80 years old. He's like a Dick Tracy 2049. It's like that fucking, it'd be like that fucking Clint Eastwood movie that came out last year where he like could barely walk. It's like Cry Macho or something. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's the Molies. That's the Molies, baby. We did it just under two hours, so you're welcome. Damn, we've been talking that long. Yeah. Damn. Ah, yeah. yeah. That's how it goes. So that's crazy. Next an hour, is... literally an hour of that was the best of 2021. Yeah. That's and then true. the rest of the categories we covered yeah. in an hour. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. What's um, um? What's next month's theme? January. January. Oh fuck! I can't wait. Oh, it's gonna be all four Chan movies. They're up tonight. <laughs> We're gonna watch Chan, Truck really finally. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I gotta pick if, like, I don't, what do you guys want to do? I don't care. I, don't I have, care. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pick ready. Like, I think everybody go. has a pick ready. I have a, yeah, I have a million Jackie I, I want to hear everybody's picks. Mine uh-huh. is, uh, I'm picking Shanghai Noon. Hell yeah. I've never watched that. I'm, I'm gonna pick Rush Hour because I've never seen it. Oh, oh that's so bizarre. It's, I know. It seems weird. like a movie tailor made for you. Uh, I, I'm picking Drunken Master 2. I'm taking either Police Story or The Foreigner. I guess it depends on how the other ones go. Yeah, both of those. Well, I never seen Police Story, but The Foreigner, bang. I don't yeah. care. One of the who goes. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Let's do. Let's do Alex. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever. I've seen Shanghai Nights. I don't know if I've seen Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon oh. is the first. So you one. saw this? Yeah, you saw the second one. Well, I mean, the naming conventions I mean, I, don't I, help. Yeah, that yeah. is true. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, so Shanghai noon. Yeah, this I think this month is going to be like casually racist in a fun way. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh rush hour yeah, definitely, definitely rush is. hour. <laughs> Just like most people's uncles. Yeah. What about the yeah. fun part? Well, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So All right. Tune in. Tune in next week for Shanghai uh, noon. Six Chan- years of this January. It's the first. The first uh, movie of twenty twenty two. Uh, yeah, hopefully we all survive this blizzard that's happening tonight, which I'm not excited about. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's yeah. gonna be like in an, an inch. And if if, yeah. if you're listening in the future and we're on the Zeta variant of uh, <laughs> fucking COVID, oh, you know, we're still two years in. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right, everybody. All right. Bye bye. Later, dudes. Light about. <laughs>